Hello and welcome to another episode of What Happened Tech Edition. I'm your host, Tyler Callahan, and for this episode we have news from Apple, Huawei, and Google. Starting off with Apple, Apple announces event for September 10th. Uh, Apple has sent out the invites for the yearly September event, this time set for September 10th, with the tagline, by innovation only, not invitation, innovation. As to what is expected to be announced, at a minimum, the new iPhones for 2019, which are rumored to be called the iPhone 11, iPhone 11 Pro, and iPhone 11 Pro Max. God, these names are terrible. Seriously, between the Max, well, first the Plus, then the Max, now the Pro, then the Pro Max. Why can't Apple just stick with a naming convention? Besides that, we will most likely have an update to the base iPad, which is supposed to be getting thinner bezels and a 10-inch screen. Think like the current iPad Air. There also have been rumors of a new iPad Pro in the works, but that is less certain if it will be announced here or sometime next year. I personally think it will be at this event, but we will see. We will get our usual release dates for macOS, tvOS, watchOS, iOS. So barring anything that's not been rumored, this seems to be a very by-the-numbers event. Even the current rumors of the iPhones point to next year being better with USB-C, possible redesign, and maybe even a under-the-screen fingerprint rear. That one seems to be the real new iPhone. Anyway, what do you hope to see at the event? Let me know. The other Apple story, a little less positive. Uh, Apple apologizes and makes changes to collecting Siri data. Apple has come out and apologized for their privacy policies on Siri data. This comes after news broke that Apple had hired contractors to listen to recordings of users talking to Siri. As a company that prides itself on privacy, this was not a good look for them. From the press release, quote, As a result of our review, we realize we haven't been fully living up to our high ideals, and for that, we apologize. End quote. In the meantime, Apple has halted their Siri grading program and will only be opened back in the fall after changes have been made. These changes include, by default, Apple devices will not be holding audio recordings of what users say to Siri. Instead, it will be computer-generated transcripts. Users can have their interactions with Siri be recorded as before, but only after they opt in and consent to it. The last change is that for any records of Siri interactions that are made, only Apple employees will be able to listen to them and review them, not contractors. There are no other details regarding this, however, Apple may go into more detail at their event next week. So I was actually a little disappointed in Apple about this. Now, listening to recordings, that is common sense on improving a product. And if you think any company does not listen to their users talking to assistants, then I don't know what to tell you. What I am disappointed here, though, is them using the contractors to listen to some of them. I feel Apple being known as the trusted company for privacy, they should have kept the records in-house in the first place. And with the amount of money they have, cold hard cash, they could hire a couple extra people that can just do this. And yeah, cool, the changes they're making now, that's great. It puts them ahead of a lot of other people, like Google. But let's be honest, it's only because they got caught. So, I also hope Apple does talk about it at their event and be a bit more open about it. The common person using an Apple device right now might not know about this, and they sure as hell did not read the press release. Huawei Mate 30 will have to go on without Google apps and services. As Huawei is getting ready to announce their latest flagship phone, the Mate 30, it will have to go on without Google's apps and services. This is due to the United States banning American companies from working with the Chinese tech company that was set earlier in the year. While the U.S. government did offer another temporary reprieve of the ban recently, it was to allow rural American companies more time to switch from using Huawei tech to something else. This reprieve does not mean the Mate 30 or any phones released after will be allowed Google apps and services. 
So right now, Huawei will still have a version of Android running on the Mate 30, but it will have to work on making apps easily accessible for users to download, especially in Europe, where they are used to apps such as YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. There's no official announcement yet, but reports are saying that the Mate 30 will be announced on September 18th. So this phone will be interesting to watch. Usually Huawei phones are always good to look at. But here we will see the company with a challenge, especially in Europe. See, in Europe, Huawei phones act a lot like other Android phones, so Google apps and services are expected and to be able to be easily downloaded apps that would not be available in China. So while the Mate 30 for China will be as business as normal, again, for those, there is no Facebook, there is no Twitter, no Google services, business as usual in China. It's how they deal with Europe that I'm looking forward to. Personally, I do hope that the ban does get lifted as soon as possible because it's only hurting Huawei's innovation. Google to pay a fine to the FTC to settle YouTube's investigation. Politico is reporting that Google will pay a fine to settle the FTC's YouTube investigation. The fine is said to be between 150 to $200 million, and the FTC has approved it on a 3-2 vote. The fine now goes to the Justice Department for final approval, and details should be released sometime next week. Fine settles the FTC's investigation into YouTube over child privacy violations. This stems from privacy groups complaining to the FTC that YouTube has violated the Children's Online Privacy Protection Act, or COPA, by collecting information from minors for targeting advertisements without getting the parents' consent. So far, the people's critics of YouTube have mixed responses to the settlement. One of the authors of COPA, Senator Ed Markey, believes that the FTC was not as tough as they should have been. Quote, I'm disappointed that the commission appears poised to once again come out with a partisan settlement that falls short of the commission's responsibility to consumers and risks normalizing corporate bad behavior. End quote. So this is, and this isn't the heavy fine. Compared to other fines this year, it is the biggest by far, with another COPA violator, TikTok, was fined $5.7 million. So yes, compared to that, this is huge. But this is Alphabet, aka Google. So this is a drop in the bucket for them. With this, I do agree that the fine should have been a lot bigger, maybe $1 to $2 billion. You have to hurt them a little bit. Otherwise, they'll just keep doing it. While I love tech companies for how they've shaped our world and are helping our future, they also do need to be held accountable at times, and as seen over the past two years, not only is that needed, but we see the government struggling to do so. This overall issue should be a big topic in 2020 as the presidential election gets closer. And that is it for this episode of What Happened Tech Edition. We had quite a few interesting stories here. Personally, I'm really interested in see how Huawei does the Mate 30 in Europe. If they don't have access to Google Play Store, is there, I assume there's third-party app stores, maybe have one of those pre-installed... I don't know. Very curious to see how that turns out. Kind of wish I was more excited for the Apple announcement, but eh, we'll see how that goes. But what did you think was the most interesting story this week? Let me know on Instagram at Tyler Callahan Media. Links in the description. Thank you for listening. See you next time.